Yes, Bobby. All the spooky. I just, I, I, I need some time so I can add some more. Yeah, because uh, it's getting a little songs. played. I feel like we're doing the same one over and over. It's no. the same, there's only four on wow. here, so. That right. one didn't have the No, that, no. that'll come later. Today on Five Live, when the leader of the free world and the daddy of the Democrats says it's time to go, how long can you hang on? The latest on the scandal rocking LA City Council. And do you live in the most dangerous city in California? We have a list. Unfortunately, it's not from Yelp, so it's going to be harder for us to ignore this one. Mm. And if a dream is a wish your heart makes, you better pray that you're rich. With the cost of Disneyland going up again, how long until people give up the bare necessities? Very good puns ah. there. It's Five Live, and it starts right, look over there. It starts right now. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I said, I got it starts right now. I didn't know what the date was, and I figured it would be better to not say it than screw it up. And my I, my IFB is re the real reason I wanted to get out of here was because the quality makes a difference here at KTLA. It's October 11th, Thanks. in case you all were wondering. Make sure 11 22. Anyway, hi, I'm Samantha Cortese. You can find me on Instagram at KTLA Sam and on Twitter at Samantha Cortese. I'm Andy Reesmeyer. You can find me on the internet at Andy KTLA at Andy KTLA and also uh, at Andy KTLA. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm Bobby Gonzalez. You can follow me on Instagram at Sounds Like Bobby. You can follow all of us at KTLA Five Live on Instagram. Um, we have uh, Robert update. He has landed um, at his final destination, I guess. So if you want to see some really dark photos of uh, Venice, go Here, check out I'll, his. Instagram. I'll connect to <laughs> Apple TV One. Thematically very dark. He decided to go the cheapest route, which also was like a 25-hour travel. He saved uh, 200 bucks probably per ticket to end he up. He saved a lot of money. He saved a lot of money. I, $400 round trip to Italy. Per ticket? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's really cheap. But I cheap. think like for 800, 400, I don't know, 600 bucks? 600 bucks is like a normal, real cheap ticket. $400 is like, they shouldn't even be legally allowed to sell that trip. He didn't check a bag. International uh -huh. flight did not check a bag, but he has arrived. Four flights. In he fact, isn't one of the flights. bags, one of the bags, might I add, that he used, we got for free from an event like the previous day. Is that true? It's better yeah, than it was like the it was like the hotel fig bag was on his luggage. No, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I could also see him showing up with just a cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a hack recently that people put their clothing in a pillowcase. Like uh -huh. one of the fluffy oh, yeah. with the mm -hmm. zipper pillowcases and acted as if that was their like they're gonna bring that for their neck pillow for the flight and inside clothing mm, an extra me. way to bring clothes anyway here's our update from robert puente you can find him at just rob 101 on instagram that's it 11 p.m in venice <laughs> i guess now it's 1 a.m in venice yeah. italy at a certain point it's like if you live that kind of life where you're like you know he's not tipping trying to zoom in you know here. he's not treating anybody nicely out there <laughs> You know he's complaining about literally everything and sending stuff back. It's like, why go. are you even going? There's that beautiful, the Venice canals. Ah, yes. beautiful. <laughs> Have arrived. Uh, so what anyway. Great, you know, it's it's that nice moment, you know, when you step, you step off the plane and you're in a brand new city mm -hmm. and you're just, you want to welcome all that new energy and see all that new stuff. And uh, instead you get, you get that. You get this dark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Well, Robert, we hope you have a safe trip. Very uh, exciting that you're finally in Italy. We've been hearing We're really about happy it for, for you. It's, it's, I know you're watching right now. Yep. This must-see TV, you can't miss it. I know he's sad to be missing all the City Hall scandal, though. Oh, <gasps> yeah. I would, I can't, I'm just bummed we don't have a hot take from him about what all I know, the insanity I know. has been for the past couple of days. I'm sure it would be <laughs> probably Unairable. not something we should air. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to start, though, with that. Yeah, I was going to do, do the Facebook check-in. Sure. If anybody wants to say hello real quick, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live. Uh, let us know what you think about all this insanity. Starting with the chaos at City Council, former Council President Nuri Martinez said today she's taking a leave of absence, but like two of her other disgraced colleagues, she will not resign. That's all despite pressure from other leaders, political hopefuls, outraged public, all the way now to actual President Biden, who says the three of them got to go. Let us 
A very tense morning today at the city council meeting, the first since the racist and offensive recordings were leaked. Despite continued outbreaks and a recess to get control of the room, the meeting happened. It started 45 minutes late. A long, long line of angry comments from the public. We had to uh, you know, issue an apology for all the cussing that made it over the air. Um, this is, without the cussing, a little bit of what they heard at city council today. The comments of now former city council president Newering Martinez and council member Kevin DeLeon and with the complicity of Gilsa Dio and the federate and the former federation president Ron Herrera who were in the room laughing at these comments are racist, disgusting, and undermine the solidarity work that we've all been building here in Los Angeles. These four individuals have possibly damaged the decades of intentional and difficult work of building multiracial understanding and solidarity among black and Latinx communities. Councilmember Kevin DeLeon, who was in attendance and has apologized for his role in the scandal, sat motionless at the beginning while attendees yelled to have him removed after being battered by the crowd for probably 15 to 20 minutes. of now former city council. Just like the real meeting. Yeah. Constant uh, we, interruption. Sir, we're going to need other people are here to speak. Uh, but he was battered by the crowd. Then he stood up and left. Westside council member Mike Bonin spoke first. He's adopted a black son. That's the subject of the council members' racist tirades. At least some of them. Listen. I, 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 I want... I, I want to be able to forgive the offenses against me and my family, and I, I want to lead with, with love and uh, generosity and, and model the world we need to create, and I promise you I'll try. But uh, to do so, first today I need to focus on love. Of the people heard in the tapes, here's what happened so far. Ron Herrera, labor leader, resigned yesterday. Kevin DeLeon has not resigned, nor has Gil Cedillo, though his term is over soon anyway. Dory Martinez resigned her post as president and took a leave of absence today. Activists aren't not just upset about the racist language. They're mad at the conversations had in the meetings with the council members about redrawing voting districts in the city. Listen. The conversations that occurred in this meeting sought to gerrymander and disenfranchise the black vote in the city of Los Angeles. And we are very concerned about the possibility that these council members and this labor le leader were beyond racially insensitive. We are not accepting apologies at this time. We're not accepting leave of absent. We need you to be absent permanently. A handful of motions were introduced today by the members calling for the immediate resignation of those politicians. Voting will take place on those next week. Really remarkable, though, she took a leave of absence and didn't resign, um, didn't read the tea leaves before the president of the United States, also the leader of her own political party, said, uh, you're done, you're, you should stop, you should get out of here. Uh, cannot imagine being basically in that position where no one is on your side in this. It is interesting. You're the, the only one. The president... The president himself not yet spoken on this. It was um, KJP, his, his uh, press secretary, who mentioned today that she knows that the president thinks that da-da-da. It would be interesting if he mentioned, if a reporter asked him about it, if he had thoughts on it. Yeah. yeah. I know lot, you have a lot more to go here. No, I'm just going to skip all that. I was just saying, like, you know, a lot of think pieces about all of this that are going to be coming out over the next couple of weeks. But I think one of the things that I heard in the meeting today, which was so fascinating, is that you heard a lot of people talking about that language uh, you know, people who are upset about it, they were shocked because they said, no, this is like antebellum South language. Very, very upset at yeah. these like racially charged comments, obviously like very racist things that were said there. And they said, what is this happening here? And, and, and it's, it's, it's not like they are Republicans either who said any of it. These are all staunch progressive Democrats who run oftentimes, like we showed you yesterday with, um, with uh, Nuri Martinez's sort of uh, uh, tweets. tweets about what she you know, wanted right. to do for her campaign. These are staunch progressives who run on these Democrat platforms saying like, these are the things that we want to do. We care about social justice. We care right. about fighting racism. Black Lives we care Matter about, was a big part uh, of her uh, campaign. Everybody who was involved yeah. in it. I mean, and, and to think that they're in that position and they're also, you know, using that to get elected, I think is what is so horrific. Uh, a lot of these people saying, look, you ran on these issues that were about uniting and, and marginalized communities and like 
Los Angeles being such a place where there's all these different communities, and then behind closed doors, you're saying this kind of thing about your constituents uh, is really horrific for people. And There was and one person who said, I know that you were part of the targets, uh, you were targeted in these conversations, but he, they said, Bonin, you gotta go too, because you've been around them for so long. And like, it was so interesting to hear people coming at every angle, lots of profanity, a lot yeah. of people saying like everyone has that racist aunt or uncle in their family that they're embarrassed by and I don't want that racist aunt or uncle being the leader of a city council spot. How can that exist? I mean, I just, I don't understand the hubris of the three of them. Are you really shocked that? Are you really? No, no, that, that, I mean, no. Am I surprised that, they, that there are people in power who say bad things? Absolutely not. Am I surprised that people uh, are hypocritical who are politicians? No. The thing that surprises me is that after this comes out and after it is found out, the absolute hubris of those three politicians, Kevin DeLeon, Gil Cedillo, I know he's done soon, uh, but Nuri Martinez I think they're just getting finances also, in order until they resign. I think they're checking the boxes, they looking at their tax codes. Say, I think they're trying to figure it out. You're right, I'm done. And that in their minds, I don't know if they think maybe this will just blow over. That seems to be the strategy of many scandal these days. Oh, goodness. Bobby, how are you doing back there? Great uh, job I'm, punching I'm all the sound bites. Uh, yeah. Good uh, job. You know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I see him back there just so no, no, good. No. Robert doesn't make system, it easy for this, him. The system isn't very uh, intuitive or advanced. So if, if clips don't have trailing VO and stuff, it's hard to re... It's, it replays the sound. Yeah. And you gotta you got to queue up other stuff without sound. It's just kind of clunky. But, you know, we're, we're right. getting by. But you did a great job. Proud of you, bud. Yeah. Looks real good. Thanks. I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn. <laughs> that I'm proud of you, bud. Yeah. It's an endorsement from, from KTL. Well, so yeah. What's uh -huh. that little, like, is proficient at? And proficient I, at you, like, proud of you, thumbs bud. Up. There's no way to, to, to better make a more condescending endorsement for someone saying, proud of you, bud. I am. <laughs> I am. Uh-huh. I don't know, Bobby, you feel it? Sorry, I didn't mean to be so condescending to you, Bobby. I was genuinely checking in because no, I, I know I it's not it. easy. Do, no, no you're doing a good job. Yeah, we're, we're good. The recall George Gascon committee plans to sue LA County, saying some petition signatures were improperly invalidated. The company says it has uncovered substantial evidence that valid names were rejected. It also says voter rolls were inflated, and the LA County Registrar Recorder says the recall effort fell short by nearly 40,000 signatures despite the group handing in much more than required. Opponents say the lawsuit is sign, a sign of desperation and a waste of taxpayer money. I have questions. I'm glad they're looking into it. There was a lot of invalid signatures according to whatever. Yeah, the registrar's office, and you know, yeah. a lot of people said, no, what happens with this? You know, a lot of, it's very connected obviously with people who are in power. I trust no one anymore. It's awful, I, I know, <laughs> me too. Like, Really, you handed in 200,000 signatures and, or 200,000 of the signatures where they say 40,000. I thought it was much higher than that. That had to be invalid. Anyway, this is fascinating. I know we sent a push alert on it. Bobby, you sent it in the group chat today. Mm -hmm. I, are you, are, did you listen to Serial? Serial, a little bit. I watched the, the HBO documentary, Yeah. which I heard was not as good as the no. as Serial. It's but. like the book is always better. But yeah. in this case, the, the, book podcast is the podcast was better, yeah. yeah. Well, the charges against Adnan Syed, the man who was con convicted of killing his ex-girlfriend back in 2000, have been dropped. The move came after a Baltimore judge vacated the 42-year-old's conviction last month. Syed spent more than 20 years in prison after being sentenced for murder for the life of uh, Hei Hei Min Lee, but maintained his innocence. His case captured the attention of millions after it was a subject of the 2014 viral podcast Serial, which raised doubts about his guilt. And a lot of people, though, even though it raised doubts about his guilt, still thought that he did it. There's still, I don't think it was a terribly conclusive thing, although now, obviously, you see that it's been overturned. Yep. Bobby, how say you? I know you listened. I, yeah, I listened a couple times. I think um, uh, I, I, I was one of the people that went back and forth as far as, like, what I thought. I thought he was innocent when I first listened, and then I listened again. I was like, I don't know. There's some weird stuff. And then, um, of course, now, uh, apparently, new evidence and... Things of that nature have suggested he is, in fact, innocent. So um, it's a pretty big deal. It's crazy that all this kind of snowballed from that podcast. I'm waiting for the new episode. Yeah, he they, better sit down with Sarah Koenig. That's what a lot of people are asking for, but they're also saying they don't know like when he'll even maybe be allowed to say anything, or how the fact that he's probably inundated with 
media requests. So. Yeah. You would think though the thing that got you out <laughs> would be your, your top of your list at gotta, least. Yeah, gotta do it. A Pacific Palisades art gallery is burglarized over the weekend, shaking up a usually quiet neighborhood and depriving one local artist of nearly a dozen of her pieces. Katie O'Neill has been painting picturesque landscapes of Southern California for years. She returned to her shop yesterday to find 11 of her paintings gone. A witness told her someone with a crowbar busted down the window to her studio, then loaded up her paintings into the trunk of their car. Without any theft insurance, Katie hopes the public recognizes her paintings if they ever surface on the market. And then when I came in and turned on the lights, and then it was just a surreal scene to look around and see so many paintings gone. These are things that I created with love, and if he would just leave them outside the door, that would be great. Detectives say they will search Katie's gallery for fingerprints. If you want a better look at her stolen paintings, we have a link on our website, ktla.com, where you might be now watching this. A new study is out today on the most dangerous cities in California. LA ranked as third most dangerous in the state. It was 11th most dangerous in the country. Personal finance website WalletHub looked at 182 big US cities and analyzed everything from crime to the risk of a natural disaster. The study ranked San Bernardino as the most dangerous city in California, the third most dangerous in the whole US of A. Oh Oakland boy. was second, followed by mm. LA, Stockton, and Bakersfield. So, whoop. Real uplifting news. Real uplifting Good news. Good day today. And not only do we have like great crime, mm -hmm. it's super expensive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, our politicians are, um, you know, pretty corrupt and not super trustworthy. Yeah. But uh, Mayor Garcetti uh, is so charming. He's very handsome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do when, he's, when his he's term is up? Yeah. Probably what I already... He'll just fall in love with the next one. That's, That's right. right. That's what we always got to do. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to turn my, I'll have to set my sights on uh, higher office, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Eleni Kunalakis, maybe. Oh, Our lieutenant governor? Who knows? I was thinking maybe our next president, uh, of course, Gavin Newsom, is mm. going <laughs> to be somebody who I could... Uh, I imagine if he would have the same effect on you in person as Garcetti. I don't think so, because I'm not generally won over by the charms of a person like that. Uh -huh. Like, like but the yoga teacher, you're cool with. Yeah, something about his brand of charm is like very, very sweet. endearing to yeah, me. Yeah, it is. Where, like, because it's because it's like, with with Gavin Newsom, he's kind of this. I don't know. He's more of like a slick politician yeah. type person. Whereas Eric Garcetti, yeah. when you meet him, you're like, oh, Aww. you're like a guy, you're like a little guy this big. Here, yeah. hi, welcome yeah. to what all. If, what if he slipped you a cool grand to to get you to like him. A cool, he took me a thousand dollars? Yeah. To like him? Or an invite to the French Laundry. Well, That's that. Plus one. Well. That I would be interested in. The thousand dollars, I feel like I'd have to disclose. And the man I'd, owns three foreign vehicles. You think a thousand dollars is gonna do it? That's not, no, I just don't feel like I could be bought by any politician. <laughs> Dinner, on the other hand, I'll take a free meal. Only. Wine and dine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> B of A, Bank of America, is now warning the US, oh, let's keep on with the good news. Could start losing 175,000 jobs. B of A analysts say the Federal Reserve's aggressive interest rate hike strategy to fight inflation will cause major job losses starting early next year. The bank expects job growth to be cut in half this quarter and for unemployment to go over 5%. JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon said uh, there's a dark outlook. He has a dark outlook. He believes the US will likely go into recession by next summer. And our friend Emily, who's been watching the real estate market, chatted with us last week, said, oh yeah, for sure, it's just a matter. She said a bunch of her LA clients are offloading their property, getting ready to buy. We're already there, man. I think a lot I, of people were already, already there. You think it's gonna get worse? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, we're oh. all gonna die someday. <laughs> you know, I mean, what the hell difference does it make at this I point? I don't know. Oh, goodness. Oh, this this could have been what am I watching, but. But it's not. It's not, so here's this. Oh, we're, we're, it's a we're doing it now? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Stand by and okay. three, two, one, go. Thank you, Robert. Outside cabin door, going down. Three people from a sunken fishing boat managed to fend off sharks in the Gulf of Mexico for more than 24 hours before the U.S. Coast Guard rescued them. Authorities say two of them were bitten on the hands and all three are being treated for hypothermia. Coast Guard launched the search after a relative reported the three people failed to return from a fishing trip off the coast of Louisiana. Woof. No. Pretty wild. Yes. This just seems so un... It seems so rare that this would ever happen to somebody. Uh, there's a new issue emerging out of Hurricane Ian. Mm. Electric vehicles catching on fire in the aftermath. Floodwaters hit upwards of 18 feet in some places, submerging electric cars, 
According to Florida State Fire Marshal, who posted these videos on Twitter, fires can start when the EV batteries come into contact with salt water. He says it takes special training and understanding of EV batteries to know how to effectively put out these fires. But uh, that's just another after effect of Hurricane Ian. Volt and catch fire. Nice. That's, imagine like, I don't know, you, you survived, you still have your Tesla, you go outside. Yeah, I mean, it had to have been submerged, so I can't imagine it was working also. Maybe but not. Yeah, no, you're right. They, they have all kinds of abilities, those cars. <laughs> Delta's hoping air taxis will help people get to and from airports faster and with less and with less hassle. Airline is investing 60 million bucks in a startup that plans to build and operate vertical takeoff and landing aircraft, or VTOL. Delta says those aircraft, built by Joby Aviation, which is a real company for sure, <laughs> will essentially operate as air taxis. The airline's CEO says the idea is to offer travelers the chance to hop on one of the air taxis near the home or office and take it straight to the airport, cutting out travel time by 50%. Delta says it will first offer service to and from airports in New York and LA, but will plan to expand once the service takes off. The air taxis could launch as early as 2024. I can't wait. Can't wait for number five lane, the 405, are, you know, conked out because there's an air taxi parked there. And yeah, look, I know we're looking for any solution to traffic, but do you don't think this I'm is a it. little hesitant? No, I, I think it might be. I think it you might think be. It's flying cars? But I'm a little hesitant to. Okay, you have your you have your air taxi. You need to get to this next place. Where are you going to land? And then how do you get from that place with the air taxi to where you need to go? I, well, it's like the flyaway. It's Robert taking mm -hmm. the flyaway. Yeah, no, but it's going to fly from the from your place to the airport, and then you're there. Just to the airport. Yeah, that's what they were saying. But what about expanding to like make this a thing? I mean, I, you yeah, know, you just you have to like redo all the buildings to make it be able that you can. A lot of them have them. have uh, the big ones downtown and stuff like that. Have those. Those little help pads on them. Glenn just walked in. People don't live downtown? You don't, I don't. live downtown. I used to. Uh, Glenn just walked in. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, ooh, we can talk Dodgers. That's a big story. And Glenn is a sports person. So I trust him to handle that mm. after the break. <laughs> <laughs> no work. Yeah, it's scary, huh? Yeah, I like it. Welcome back to the show. We are joined once again, as always, on Tuesday afternoon by the uh, namesake of this here studio, Mr. Glendale Walker. Thanks for joining Glendale, us. Glendale, Edward Walker III. Ah, G-E-W. Yep. <laughs> uh, Glenn, I'm glad you're here because we're starting our segment today with a big daily sports minute. And this is what that looks like. Bobby, I don't, you don't have to have something prepared, but. Uh, yeah, good, because I do not. But I, I will, I will um, happily give it to Andy. Because Andy's just as smart and, and silly, too. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Let's try it out. Padre's on the show with our very own Padre, ah, Glenn Walker. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Glenn, our big daily sports minute today goes to no, none other than the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Game one tonight, National yes. League Divisional Series, taking on the Padres. So who, what should we know? What should you know? Well, everybody's being real cocky because okay. the Dodgers pretty much own the Padres. They sure. won every series against them this year, but it's a clean slate. It's a clean slate tonight. They do have a dangerous lineup. So, you know, don't count your uh, chickens before they hatch or whatever, but it, it's a best three out of five. But I like the Dodgers' chances. you got Julio Urias going tonight. Right. Uh, he should win the Cy Young Award this year in the National League as their best pitcher. And Clayton Kershaw pitching tomorrow night, so that's All a good right. start. And they're playing First, in, at Dodger Stadium tonight. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, it'll be Dodger Stadium, right? And we're down in Petco. No, I think I think games three and four, and then if there's a fifth game, they'll come back to Dodger Stadium. All right, all right. Yep. And uh, Padres very, very excited to be put in this position. They haven't been very fortunate in the last few years. Well, they were in the play. We shot? played them in a, uh, the Dodgers played them in the playoffs two, the year before last. Yeah, two years ago, I think. And, and, and knocked them out, but. Like I said, Dodger fans, don't be too cocky because, I mean, the Dodgers, you know, I mean, they, they clinched the division so long ago. I think they won a division, like, by 20 games or something. Yeah, a long it time It was ago. ridiculous. Yeah. But did you think that they were going to beat the Mets, though? I was hoping they'd play the Mets. You were? Yeah. I, I was hoping the Dodgers would play the Mets, and, and then they'd play the Yankees in the World Series, and 
Then they can say for the first time since 1955, the Dodgers are the best team in New York. Ah. <laughs> but, you know. Had it all written out, ready Had to it go. all written out. would have been good for you. Okay, though. so Dodgers, about two hours from now. Uh -huh. But I wanted to look back on Monday Night Football, Raiders, Chiefs, rivalry in Kansas City. No. Chiefs held on to win, came down to the last minute of the game, but Chiefs won 30-29. to 29. But this is what we're looking at today. Devontae Adams did not take the loss very well. Bulldozing a production worker on the sidelines. Shoved him to the ground, and he just walked away. Uh, he later apologized. I don't know if we have that. I don't know if I dragged that in, Bobby, but... Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got it? All right. And he ran. Uh, and jumped in front of me. We're coming off the field, and I bumped into him and kind of pushed him, and then he ended up on the ground. So I want to say sorry to him for that because that was just frustration mixed with him running in, and literally just running in front of me. And that was... Shouldn't have shouldn't responded that way. That's a weird apology. Did I date uh, that person? I'm mad at you because sorry. of what you did to me. Mm -hmm. So the NFL is reviewing. Yeah, I heard on sports show. talk radio this morning. They said it was like a different ca camera angle of that, and that both he and the guy that he pushed down were both looking down toward the ground and kind of ran into each other. And he put his hands up, just kind of as a defense so maybe mechanism. It isn't all what we think it is. But I'm like, did you see that angle? But no, I haven't seen it. I only heard about okay, it. Okay, so there, that angle is going around on Twitter. And the guy holding the sound, like the tripod or whatever, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was looking down. He saw that Adams was coming, so he thought he could jump to the other side quickly and was looking down and ran quickly to the other side. But Adams clearly saw him and clearly, like, shoved him. Shoved him. Yeah, I don't know mad. if it's he as was mad bad and then he did, as but it I, looks in that angle, but it wasn't totally like I think it's accident. one of those things where it's like obviously like live production no matter if there's a football game or not is chaos so it's like people are going to be running around and stuff like that and if you're on camera and you're upset you're going to be a jerk like you're going to there's no reason to do that so what should happen to him I'm sure that he'll get fined. I don't think he'll be suspended, but he'll certainly end up paying a fine. I mean, that's that's how the NFL makes it go away. But <laughs> you know, I, there's a backstory here. You know, he was with the Packers. He had a you mean uh, Brett or Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, great. Yeah. They were a great combination. Right. Uh, he went to college with Derek Carr at Fresno State. Sure. So now he's back reunited with, with his college Derek, quarterback, yeah. and they're one in four. Devontae Adams has never been one in four since he's been in the NFL. He's not used to losing like this. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I think Barstool said that was a one hundred thousand dollar shove, and I hope, I hope, he, I hope it felt that guy. Yeah. Also, like that, that guy. Not only that, but like, I hope that dude is okay who got shoved. But like, good for him. <laughs> well, a lot of people said that's Raiders being the Raiders. Uh, that might just some, be a Charger fan who saw that. Somebody who said timeline. that. Others have. Oh, oh, what happened? What's going on? We have an earthquake? Oh, yeah. Earth oh. No, New Center forgets or doesn't care that we have no, a show at 4 o'clock. They definitely know that we're on air. They can um. see us. <laughs> they like to do this test. It's fun. Hi, New Center. Um, Beautiful downtown Hollywood. Yeah, there it is. So the Rams player who tackled the protester on the field in a... Yeah. Uh, I guess he's saying he had a concussion. Uh, he went and got Big checked. deal. You know what? I, I could care less about that guy. That judge yeah. is going to go, you were trespassing, jerk. Out of here. Mm. Case dismissed. You think so? You think he got a yeah. concussion? No, he's saying he got. He, claims he, he got was a concussed by getting tackled. Um, well, hey, that's what you do for being somewhere you're not supposed to be, and uh, you know, I mean, you don't know if the guy had a gun or a weapon. So, Bobby Wagner taking him out, I don't have a problem with that at all. That's just me. If you can't something something, don't go on the field. That's right. I saw another argument that said. Who's to know what that smoke was that was coming out of yeah, that person's that's true. jar or can or whatever he had? So could have had could, eaten some food beforehand. No, somebody he could have been a terrorist. He could have been out there poisoning people. Yeah, a lot you're of people right. were no, saying right. that sure. they yeah, sure. he no, did the right thing. That's Wagner, right? Is that who? It? Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner could have been a noxious, a noxious, ga noxious fatal gas. gas. There you yes. go. See, you know? well, Robert is in a, is in is in Europe, so <laughs> we probably won't have a lot of that. No. Now, Glenn, do you play chess? <laughs> no. You play any video games? Uh, no. <laughs> I would love to watch Glenn start a Twitch channel. I, I think we need to I do that. I turned 65 November 1st. What makes you think <gasps> I would play video games? You, first of all, never too young to start a Twitch channel. <laughs> I don't care what those people sitting in hot tubs will tell you. Is this a, that's a Twitch channel. <laughs> that's not the one we want. Okay. That's not the one we want. Okay. Oh, we no. want. okay. Oh, do you no. smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> it's 65. Uh, hope they got that Medicare. 
uh, keep, I'm supposedly supposed to sign up for that. Yeah, you're supposed to. For six but five, I, but I'm going like, I still have a full time job and I have health insurance. Yeah. You get the social security. Through the SAG after health fund. Do I really need it? And, some, and, and I, somebody says, no, you don't need it. Somebody says, oh, you should go ahead and get it because it'll cost you more later. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't. Anybody watching with some insight people. on yeah. that? Yeah, somebody, you know, know, anybody knows about this. If you're, you know, if you're still working and you got a good job making good money, do you? Do you need to My mother-in-law, is, yeah, this is like her whole world, so I can consult with her and see if you should stay on the plan or yes. do both or whatever. Send us, send us your I mean, most I'm not, recent paid I don't, I don't, I have no yeah. intention of retiring anytime soon. So, I was going to say, is that what you're here to announce, Glenn, now that you're turning 65 no, in two weeks? No, uh, I probably shouldn't even let that slip out. <laughs> uh, well, I ask about trust because apparently that's how NFL players blow off some steam. There is a Super Bowl of chess for NFL players held this past July. Oh, that's fun. Oh, look at that. Blitz champs saw current and former players battle for the title in the finals. Cleveland Browns Pro Bowl wideout Amari Cooper and Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Jadobe Awuzie took the crown. That Okay, just you pronouncing that guy's name was impressive. Thank you. And you didn't even stumble. I, you didn't even pause. You should have seen me try to read my name. Well, getting to Otagavailoa after like eight years. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> anyway, they say it helps their concentration on the field. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What's going on in your world, Glenn? What's going on in my world? Um, well, I'm going to the Dodger game tomorrow night. Hey! That's pretty good. You uh, going with the, with the uh, brother-in-law? Uh, no, actually, you know, I have a son that's a Dodger executive. Oh, so, I, I didn't that. know that we knew that. I don't that. think we knew that. He's the director of global partnerships, Ryan Cantor. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Strange. So when they go to the World Series, you're bringing your children. Yeah, like all of us, you're right? real kids. Um, <laughs> no, the children's giving me <laughs> tickets okay. and I have to That's pay okay. money for them. So. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And right. since we're talking sports, before we let you go, yeah. UCLA or USC, they're both 6-0. I Lincoln would say at this Kelly? moment, yeah. at this very moment, I would give UCLA the edge if they played this Saturday. Okay, mm. okay, okay. But because I think their defense is better. It feels right like now. UCLA's had a thousand home games. They're going to go on the road. They're playing Oregon at Autzen. Yeah, Two, actually, both teams have a bye week. Well, they'll, they'll finally play to a sellout crowd. Hey. Now, you know what? That's the fair. big problem, you know, <laughs> you know, actually, the big problem is is the fact, actually Chip Kelly even talked about it, the fact that UCLA is on quarters instead of semesters. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, they play three games and the students aren't even in school yet. No. That's true, but uh, but you, Oregon is on the same deal. Of course, deal. at Florida State, yeah, okay, we were also we on quarters when I was there. We didn't have that problem. That's but what I was going to say. I, I don't think that's the problem. And I, I also think, like, the fact that you've got to go all the way to Pasadena. That's the problem. If yeah. you're a college student, you can't, it's like SC, you walk right over the Coliseum. Uh, there it is. Uh, On-campus stadiums or right off campus is so much better. It's so, so much better. You can better. walk to the game. Yeah. Especially when you get plastered, you can stumble <laughs> home and, you know, you don't... Elway, right? Wasn't he making this pitch to get... Or was it... No, it's Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. Yes, making the pitch for the campus to have Bulldoze a, the Brown. Well, you know, they've, tr they've tried that in the past, but uh, the wealthy residents that surround uh, Westwood, sure. uh, like they Bel Air Estates, yeah. they, no. they put the kibosh on that. Mm. I, I think we should go to, the, go to Holmby Hills, the former Playboy Mansion, and turn yeah. it into it. That, and yeah, they'll all go there. Happen. I, th I, you know what I think, um, I think down the road when the lease is up at the Rose Bowl, which is gonna be, you know, I'll be dead by then. No, Glenn. Uh, but I think we know you're turning 65. Yeah, but I don't be so depending on what healthcare. You I wouldn't be surprised to. they end up at SoFi Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. yeah, it's right down the street. I mean, why not? Right, yeah, I mean, it, makes, it would make more sense to me. And the colors are just gonna stay the same. We got your blues, your oh. yellows, your golds. Yeah, pretty That's much. Good. You got all three teams there. all yep. the same colors. The problem is now that the Chargers will have to start winning in order to match UCLA. They're doing fine. They're doing they fine. barely lost one. They should be three and one. What's barely losing like? <laughs> they really did choke, but that's <sighs> barely losing. Target. I talked to my alma mater, Florida State. No. I know. Hey, down by two, driving down for a game-winning field goal, and on second down, they threw a pass into the end zone, gets intercepted. I get it, man. Did you watch the Chargers game this weekend? I saw a little bit of it because I had to deal with my mom on Sunday morning. How's she doing? Uh, she's now in assisted living. I like to call it old people college because they all get to hang out. They have happy hours at these places. Well, I don't know about that, but they, you know, they bring them down to have dinner. That's Does nice. she Breakfast, like it? lunch, and dinner. Uh, yes and no. Yeah. It depends on the moment, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some of these places are truly 
they have happy hour, they have music night, That's they have arts great. and crafts night, yeah. and it. I mean, obviously. Yeah. What about on that one from a few weeks ago that brought in the, the strippers? Remember that? Story? Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's what hey, I said. they're different. Didn't want them have like a heart attack and die from. <laughs> oh no. I don't, I don't think we reported on that. If that <laughs> no, is the I case, don't, I don't think so. I hope not. But uh, but they did apologize for it, and uh, all the the men were like, what? "I'm sorry, why? Why? why what we, what did you do wrong? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We hated it. Well, it was really sure, terrible. Sure, sure, the women were thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. Some ladies right, might have been down. I don't know. Yeah, who's to say? It's 2022. <laughs> they can be themselves now. That's right. Glenn, where should people go to follow your whereabouts? Uh, I believe on Twitter it is uh, G. Glenn Walker. <laughs> oh, 65. <laughs> start losing it. Oh, no. G. Walker 310. I don't look at my own name. If it's not in the prompter, where is it? G. Know. Walker 310 on Instagram, and there I think go. it's Glenn Walker on Twitter. Glenn Walker KTLA. Glenn Walker KTLA. There he is. Mm-hmm. Glenn Walker, everybody. We'll be right back with more right after this. Two minutes, 30 seconds. Don't go anywhere. Oh. Next. Spooky like music one. getting you ready for Halloween. I like it. Well, if you want to do Halloween in West Hollywood, I guess it will be there, but it's going to be very different. The pandemic, of course, shut down the popular Halloween carnival parade. Several months ago, city officials voted to cancel the event for a third year in a row, but that's not stopping some businesses there from offering visitors different ways to celebrate the spooky season. Listen. For the council to vote uh, three to two uh, against not having Halloween, not only this year but next year, it's a real slap to the business community, especially after we've all been struggling through the last pandemic. It's really true. City leaders are encouraging local businesses to host their own Halloween-related events. They do expect a large number of people to turn out in costume on Halloween night. The big thing, though, is that will you shut down Santa Monica Boulevard? What else did the city do? I guess they had a stage, right, with some stuff in there. But for the most part, all of that little stretch of Santa Monica Boulevard there from Robertson to La Cienega, they shut down the street. It was a big party. Everybody yeah. went. Do we still have B-roll of Gio as a, <gasps> as a card? Uh, Remember we, that? He I, was yeah, in all I, the... I, I didn't see it in this clip, but I'm sure <laughs> it it's in like there somewhere. It was like a card, and he I was did, like yeah. dancing into the camera. When, uh, when, when yeah. you had, I think, the Puente Fever or COVID last year, we weren't able to do our Halloween episode for Finally Friday, I had to do a pre-tape thing mm -hmm. and send it in. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was like I think it was, was Halloween weekend. And there was a... I got it at the Dia de los Muertos celebration in Santa Monica with Robert. Oh, that's right. We took so, so many like, pictures together and then I woke up the next morning and I thought I had died. Was that Puente Fever or is that... COVID? That was Puente Flu. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got... You got COVID from a, <laughs> a guy yeah. accidentally spitting in the bar in the valley. Dennis Chafee at the fair. <laughs> Samantha struck up a conversation with a very nice union man, like a, just a good old, good old 60-year-old No, he wasn't a union. He was, uh, well, maybe, but he was um, with the DFW. Oh, that's right. And, uh, you, and you guys really- And in my mouth and I got really hit, really hit it off. He, he was a close talker. He was a close God talker. Bless him. I hope he's okay. So with all this Halloween talk, it's the perfect time of year to watch horror movies. But if you want to be scared, a new study says these are the five scariest films of all time. Dana's re- well, I'm getting ready to watch Sorry. a video. Well, nope, my no, bad. No, we don't need that. No, we don't need it. You we keep, don't need keep it? Going. No, we mm -hmm. know, we've seen this one before. Uh, <laughs> Danish movie. researchers say there's a spot. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this. Oh, uh, It's really? scary <laughs> enough to induce an enjoyment. Oh. Uh, top five films, 2014's. I think it's a myth. It follows, nope, is, Hold on. You okay? No. At number five, 2014's It. It follows. No. Okay, yeah, that's very confusing because it follows there's a, the, there's a the movie second. It. At number five, it 2014's It follows number four, the 1980 Stephen King adaptation, The Shining. <laughs> this uh, doesn't okay, make sense. Yeah, no, it's, okay, it's very confusing yeah. because It and The Shining are both Stephen King, but I think it's saying 2014's It follows number four, the, the 1980 Stephen King, King adaptation. adaptation, The Shining. But yes, At number I'm five, with you, Sam. 2014's It Follows. It Follows. End of the sentence. It Follows is the name of the movie. The movie's called It, it Follows. follows. <laughs> it's, the, it's the sequel to It. <laughs> called It Follows. I know. No, I it know. is not the sequel to It. It is a completely different horror movie. Well, that's, uh, that's now, basically thank you a, a parallel. That is a Stephen King movie. Spoiler no, alert, it Bobby. Is not. It 
It, it the clown movie is a Stephen <laughs> King movie. There it is a completely other film called not, It Follows. It's not the sequel to It. No. That seems not. like a missed <laughs> opportunity, <laughs> and it's very Hold confusing. I'm posting Number a picture of this Number four is the 1980 Stephen on. King adaptation. Wait. I'm posting this picture of... How am I supposed to read that in the Facebook group? Yeah. Number four, the Stephen King adaptation, The Shining. Number three, the found footage horror paranormal activity. Number two, the... <laughs> this is the worst script I've ever seen in my life. Someone was eating edibles and writing news this morning. This is insane. Number two, the... Number two, the John Classic Picard Carpato Classic. The found... The found footage horror paranormal activity number to the John Carpenter classic Halloween and the scariest movie of all time, 1973's The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Is there an extra camera around here that we could have people at home try to read along? Yeah, um, uh, the sky, like, sky cam, you can see the prompt. I mean, you can kind sky, of uh, in the see oh, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Oh, shut up, shut up, Sydney. Oh, oh uh, yeah, okay, so in there. the bottom left here, corner. let me see if I can zoom in there. I don't know if I Back can. it up, back it in. Okay. <clears throat> There you go. Here we go. Hold on. If you ever were curious about how hard it is to be a news anchor. Okay. (laughs) At number five, 2014's It Follows. Number four, (laughs) the 1980s Stephen King adaptation, The Shining. At number three, the found footage horror paranormal activity. Number two, the John Carpenter (laughs) classic (laughs) Halloween. And the scariest movie of all time. Just... Thank you all for yeah. humoring me in this. I'm, that, that's what I get for You're doing right. a thousand you things wrong. today. Yeah, no, that was chaos. That's By the way, fun. I am doing entertainment this evening, and moments after Actually, I Actually, not anymore. We just got a call. We just got a call. That's after you read that, that script, that, they don't want you anywhere near a prompt. Look, I thought you were serious for a couple <laughs> seconds, and I was about to lose Why it. Why would they tell me? I don't know. Why would they tell um, me it was? Yeah. Angela that's Lansbury true. passed away today, you yeah. guys. She was 96 years old, five days shy of her 97th birthday. Mm. We have a full story coming up yeah. on the KTLA 5 News at 5. So Very good. that's why I didn't have time to read through that story no, today. I was writing the obit for Angela Lance. I also just want to go back and say uh, to that story, that's this, this such a bogus story. I feel like these same movies are on the list every year after uh-huh. year after year. I think that there's probably a lot more scary movies that exist than these same five that we always see. Yeah. Okay, off the top of your head, what is the, the scariest, scariest movie? movie? For me, it was that one with the people with the face, with the masks that trapped people in their own home. They like invaded people oh, in their the own home. Strangers. Skeleton. Strangers. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I watched it at a house I had never really been to before. <laughs> that was scary. It was so, well, I was just like, I don't really know the layout of the neighborhood. Wait, I was like wait. very scared watching the strangers in a strange home. Okay. I don't know if I have one that comes to the, t- to the, to- uh, to the top of my head. I don't watch a lot of like straight horror movies like that. But um, mm. I, I know that there's so many more other than that list. I feel like those are, I, fear I think evolves, right? The right. things, things that sure. we're, they're afraid of changes. Yeah. So I don't think people are afraid of like, When I was a kid, the most terrifying movie yeah, that I'd ever scary. seen yeah. in the entire world was Edward Scissorhands. And the reason is because we were in uh, the, like an electronic store that had all the TVs up, sure. right? And they yeah. were showing like a home theater yeah, surround sound definition, yes. or you know, high definition. Michael it wasn't McDonald. high definition. It was it was very low definition. It was like 1995, and they had that scene in Edward Scissorhands where he like, and something catches on fire or something explodes. Yeah. And I guess it was very loud, and I just like watched it over and over and over again, and it like traumatized me. And many years later, I watched it, and I was like, why is this? Why does it break me so much? Ah. Why do I hate this so much? And I found out that my mom was like, yeah, when you were a kid, you got terrorized by it mm. at the H.H. Gregg. <gasps> what is that? That's like our best buy in Indiana. Hmm. Well, Bobby? What? He's, I explained myself doesn't already. Doesn't have an answer. <laughs> I know, you don't have an answer, but have we given you time to like maybe no, think No, I don't know. I, I just... Get in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Tell us what Bobby's favorite horror movie is. Tell us what Bobby's favorite. You know what what movie I do really like that's a horror movie, but I don't think it, I I don't think it's scary, is The Witch. It came out a few years ago. Not the same as The Witcher. No, no, that's not the same as The Witcher. (laughs) It's called The Witch. It's a Robert Eggers movie. It's very good. All right. Here's your answer. uh, I'm trying to think of like other like psychological thrillers more than jump scares. I love The Shining too. I think uh, I think The Shining movie. is a great movie, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's very scary. The Exorcist I always thought was supposed to be the scariest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Saw it. Don't know if it's because I just was re- raised in a godless world, but 
I, I didn't. You were. That's I mean, kind of what like, I'm saying. I don't think that I. I don't think I internalized it. and I was afraid of it. Has had I been like raised super religious. Yeah. I also don't think it like holds up very well anymore in terms of like the special effects and stuff. Like there's yeah. a lot more like yeah. possessed by a demon right. movies yeah. that are probably like scarier now than yeah. the original Exorcist. Let us know what you think. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA 5 live. We'll check in in two minutes and 30 seconds. I think we owe another break. We do. All right. Your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Five Live. Our friend Robert is gone, but Bobby is doing a great job. Facebook group has a few thoughts on the, uh, you're doing great, bud. Oh boy. Hey. Does, do you feel like we mean it? I can't wait to see all the you're doing great, bud messages. <laughs> um, also, Prime Day today, Amazon Prime Day. Mm -hmm. I'm a little disappointed. Really? I, I love Prime Day. Buying stuff. I thought, you know what? I do need a new TV in the guest bedroom. It's probably a thousand years old. The oh. remote doesn't even work anymore. You have to physically get up and turn it on and off. Oh my God, they love that. Like when you fall asleep and you're like, oh. Yeah, the, and then the, the like, it doesn't have a cable box, so it's just an Amazon Fire Stick. Right. And mm. the fire stick will turn off, but the TV won't. So right. just the little box of like no signal yeah. boops around oh, while you're yeah. trying to sleep. And yeah. the, the TV is so big that the light just hits you. We need a new TV in there. And TVs are so che cheap these days. What? I don't know. It's funny. Just the thought of me like just, stumbling just to like, like hit all the of it, off and then button. being like, "Oh, my TV is so big, and I, I can't sleep. <laughs> it's yeah. so big. No, it's like big and really old. So it has that like creaky noise while it's been on for too long. It what? weighs like four hundred pounds. This thing is ancient. What are you talking? What? She's a dinosaur. It's a. It's creaky. Does a little girl crawl out of the TV <laughs> in the middle of the night? Samara from the ring uh, comes out. Yeah. Samantha. What do you mean? It's just creaky. put me out of my misery. You know when a TV creaks? Like a house noise. I know what you're talking about. It's a, it's like that's like an old school like 1990s like zenith box <laughs> yeah, TV. Yeah, that's what it. That's basically what stuff. this is. <laughs> I don't is know. Is it a CRT it. or is it a flat screen? I don't know what you're saying. Critical race theory? Is it critical race? <laughs> like no. What? Is it is it a, is it a flat screen or is it a like a big TV like it's a flat in screen, your basement? But it's like your your it was the basement. first born child after the big after one. After the after the RCA went flat. Yeah, thing. I Chris had this TV like in college or something. And then I, sorry. And then I took it from there to Tucson, Arizona. I had it there for two years. That's when the signal on the remote went out and I looked into the whole thing. It would have cost more than the TV to fix. Makes sense. Then I'm too cheap. So we took it from Tucson to North Hollywood, North Hollywood to where we are now. This thing has traveled. It's seen its day. So the whole point is I go on Amazon. Best price for like a 55 inch TV was 279 and it's the same price as it is at Best Buy. Oh. So it really wasn't that, that great of a deal. But the Roomba, great deals right now. So that, that's where I'd say go find your problem. So, I'm killing time because my computer has disconnected from the internet I and I'm trying curious. to do the Facebook check-in. Yeah, you were connected at one point and then it disconnected. I don't think it liked your TV Did we just, yeah. <laughs> it, it actually fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so did everyone else. It's okay. Well, now Apple TV One is not even an option. Cool. So I'm going to try uh, to. Quality makes the difference at KTL. Where do... I tried to. We'll see if okay. that works. Checking the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5 live. Hey! All right. Brazil has a couple scary movies. Ooh, can you make uh, a Hellraiser, 1987, The Hills Have Eyes, The Dentist, 1986, Tusk is Disturbing, and Alien. Mm. Those are good. Ooh, you know what? That remind, Alien reminds me of The Thing. The Thing is That's good. a very scary movie. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Kelly and Capaluto says. I was looking for TV as well, but wasn't impressed. Hoping Black Friday is yes, better. Yes, same, same. Well, Lisa says, I'm sure 1973's The Exorcist was scary, but when I watched it, I just thought it was gross. Personally, mm. I love surprises, suspenses, like Silence of the Lambs and The Birds. Oh yeah, The Birds is good. Susan says. I saw The Exorcist when it first came out at a drive-in in Montclair, California. I was 14 and it scared the hell out of me. You know what's a good scary movie and I'm not gonna say it's up there in this top five ranking, mm -hmm. but Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf is a really great 
Suspense oh, you movie. mean the remake of Rear Window, another Alfred Hitchcock film? Sure. I still thought <laughs> it was good. You watched so many movies and TV. And Did you know they filmed that in Whittier? Yeah. Yeah, really I cool like house. it. It's good. It's just like, is it The Exorcist? I literally prefaced what I said. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, just like did. last week with Taylor Swift when I said, the only reason I am doing it is because of this. And you go, why would you do this? And then I come out looking like this idiot for suggesting <laughs> disturbing. I'm still, I'm still just shocked at that, even, even with the disclaimer that that... It's just because he does that thing with his tongue. You know what I'm talking about? No. Kristen says, perhaps Edward Scissorhands was terrifying to you because Johnny Depp has no eyebrows. Mm, that's mm. true. Jocelyn says... I'm a scaredy cat, so I can't handle scary movies. I saw Scream in theaters, and it was too much for me, LOL. Scream in theaters? Oh, art. <laughs> the Bachelorette is the scariest. It's true. It's Eric true. suggests The Hills Have Eyes, Abby. Yeah, I never I never watched The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, that I, I, I hear it's you pretty scary. You never watched it? No, I was, like I said, I'm not really into like straight like horror movies like that. I, I like the, uh, the ones that are a little more suspenseful and kind of like a, a little ghost, smarter ghosty is no, that what you wanted a no, smarter film no 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 like i don't like the gruesome like the murder i guess you didn't like house film. of wax either i, I didn't it. watch that isn't that the one with paris Hilton? <laughs> yes yeah. what about ghost ship where do you land on ghost wait ship? is that 13 ghosts is that the same thing uh -uh, no ghost ship is, ghost is, actual, different. is a different movie but is that also take place on a, on a boat maybe but ghost ship does ring a bell ghost ship was like up there with darkness falls it and like anything that we watched in like eighth or ninth grade yeah Ghost Ship, wow. Ghost what about ship. The Sixth Sense? No one put The Sixth Sense. That's pretty scary. That's a yeah, good, that scary a good scary movie. And Misha, Misha Barton. Barton. Oh my gosh. That, nice. That's when I learned what eating disorders were or whatever. No, oh. no, no. Munchausen Syndrome. Oh. Is that what that was? I don't know. Because wasn't the mom feeding her pine saw in her cereal? Yeah. I think yeah, that's she's what- Yeah, she's poisoning her. Poison. That's, yeah. what, that's yeah. when I learned yeah. what that was. Uh, Cat Lyons says, Andy Edward Scissorhands was scary to her as a child as well. Uh, no, It follows as no business being on that list which is 10 times better. Um, Kristen suggests Halloween costumes, but we are reusing last year's because we didn't get to use them. That's right. Jocelyn says. I can't see it, I'm sorry. I remember at CSUN doing a teleprompter test for a journalism class, and that script is hard. It feels very jumbled. Lauren, Lauren Nee, Lauren Nee says, <laughs> sign up for uh, Medicare when you become eligible. If you're currently on a qualifying insurance plan, the Medicare will be your secondary insurance coverage. We told Glenn and he said, all right then. Will do. I guess I'll uh, take a look. I guess I'll do that. That'll do it for us today. We'll see you at the 5 p.m. Sam, you're in for entertainment. Yep. We're breaking in our buzz. Breaking the normal. buzz. Yep. We'll be back. Mark Garrett did ask if Robert was in Vegas or in <laughs> Italy. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Good looking up. <laughs>